All right. Episode two of the Ramble. And I have a guest who is actually an LA Chargers fan. Yes. Yay. I'm one. She's one. Both up. There's two in LA. We're excited. (laughs) And uh, for those that don't know, Chargers moved 2017 to Los Angeles. And they weren't exactly warmly received. They moved with the Rams, who had a little more fan base here, a little more history. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to some games at the soccer stadium, the temporary stadium that they're playing in. I went there. The Home Depot Stadium? Yeah. Carson, California. And it was where the Galaxy plays. And I went to some games, and some of them were overrun with opposing fans fans didn't show up or they all of them resold their tickets well some some were okay but but some of them were bad i shared an uber with some bronco fans <laughs> yeah. i shared an uber to get from parking which was really far in carson the only people who were there who wanted to share an uber with me were like all bronco fans i'm like okay let's do it it was me and a, like a car full of bronco fans <laughs> ubering to the, to the stadium jesus but I didn't know. People I didn't know. I, I went to one of those where it was really, really bad. Like I'm saying 90, yeah. 10, 90% opposing fans. Yeah. And it was uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So we were kicking their ass and I'm sitting there drunk as hell and I'm happy. I'm starting to talk some serious smack and I'm going, hey, you old guys, <laughs> you guys should go back to Wisconsin. <laughs> And the guy stands up that's next to me. He's like, bro, I'm from San Berdu. Like he's not from fucking Wisconsin. He's like, dude, there was no team here. We had, we just had to just pick a fucking team. Okay. Anyway, they joined forces with the Rams to build a stadium here in Inglewood. And it's finally open. But of course the coronavirus hit and it's empty every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. living in California, so you know it's one of the stricter places. Oh, you can't! Don't you have a? Don't you have um, a season pass? I do have season tickets, but uh, they pushed it to 2021, so it's completely empty. Although some mm. states, you know, you can have some fans. I don't know, ten thousand or something like that. It's a seventy thousand. Uh, 70,000 seat stadium. They have some people spread out in some stadiums in some states. Really? But California is not one of them. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm fine. Uh, It's, it it was bummed (laughs) at first. Uh, I was bummed about Disneyland, but you know what? I, I got over it. We're almost, we're almost to the finish line. We got a vaccine coming up, so I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's one of those. Things. I love Disneyland too. How have we never hung out at these places together? That's really weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like fucking in my 30s, and I like Disneyland more than I did I love- when, I, when I was younger. I was okay. telling the last guest the same thing. I was born a few miles away. I was born. In, I was born in Santa Ana. Santa Ana. Okay, so you're Orange County. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Did your parents were born here or born in, in, no. in, uh, okay. I'm the only one in my entire family in my, that, that was born in America. Actually, all of my siblings and my parents were born in Vietnam. Vietnam. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Right on. They escaped the war. In, in Orange County. Are, are they, are they conservative? Yeah. Is Orange County conservative or my parents? Oh, your parents. Uh, 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 yeah, I guess so. You would say that they're a very traditional Asian family. Yeah. So I would say that's conservative in political. U.S. politics, like, yeah. I have, I have to remind my dad not to watch certain news channels sometimes. Like Fox News? Yeah, namely. But <laughs> <laughs> that's the lawyer in me. I went to law school and I took the bar and did all that. So I'm like, you're smarter than that. 
dad just more than that <laughs> constantly. So I try to shake him out of it, out of the things too conservative. Yeah. So you studied law. Uh, what do you make of what's happening right now with uh, Giuliani and Sidney Powell, the lawyers for Donald Trump, <laughs> and how they're like, are they like one in 27, I think, in the courts? Um, I Okay. So I stopped practicing after 10 months <laughs> because I don't like it. And actually never... <laughs> and I never liked politics. And the only reason I know about politics now is because I feel like I'm obligated to be responsible and to be well-informed and to inform others. But honestly, a lot of lawyers are like that. I'm gonna. I, I'm not trying to like be rude to my colleagues, but I'm not surprised. Like whatever, whatever they're doing, whatever they're in trouble for right now. Like I honestly can't keep track with those that stuff. It's like makes me sick. I can't even watch TV, the legal shows, TV shows. I can't. I honestly can't. Yeah. I knew you were going to throw, throw me a legal question. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I mean, I, uh, what I share on Facebook is pretty much the extent of what I've been researching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I just, uh, I, I, it's lawsuits after lawsuits. Yeah. I hate that. I was not, I was, I did a double certificate in intellectual property and business law. So I'm fully transactional. Uh-huh. I'm all contracts. I'm all about making deals, not breaking lives. You know, sure. I, I don't, I could never do, I, I did some like mock trials or some trial competitions. And I actually, when I practiced, I wrote some briefs for like class action suits and things like that. So I can do trial, but no thanks. I would, I'm, <laughs> that and family law, I feel like I would get too emotionally attached and I would just wouldn't be able to like objectively do my job. Okay. That's just what I, I feel that, like, cause I'm very compassionate about first things. So when we, when I make contract deals to me, that's helping everyone, you know? Um, it sucks when you have to sue for that reason, right. so that's why I don't practice anymore, and I have lawyers for that. But, um, well, knock on wood, that doesn't happen anytime soon. It's really hard for me to enjoy <laughs> looking, watching, knowing legal things, like, because the way that they glamorize it, I think, is what it is. Like, it's, it's just like a bad PSA. So if you're bringing these lawsuits that are frivolous, you can lose your your licensing, right? You can, you can, you can get. No, well, frivolous lawsuit is a part. It's, it's, it's a claim against the client because in, in our, the oath that we take, we have to do whatever we think the client, whatever the client wants. And we have to inform them uh. when it's a bad idea, but we can't really say we can, you can also quit, but you know, if it's a lawyer that who has like, had a client for a long time, the client just really wants to file the lawsuit and a lawyer can do it, they don't have, they wouldn't necessarily be misbarred, like, or unbarred, like, what, disbarred? <laughs> I don't even know the words. Disbarred, but right, right. they do keep track of your records. So I wouldn't be surprised if Juliana is disbarred. He's done a lot of yeah. things. Like, if they can prove any, any of the fraudulent, untrustworthy, or like, un, you know, like, if, if he's any disrespectful to the court system in any way, I think all of those things are, are um, fair for disbarment. Mm-hmm. But, which all those things he most likely has done, but you have to prove it. So, I mean, I've seen, I have, I know people who have like personally who I went to school with who have been disbarred, so it doesn't take that much. <laughs> yeah, good. So, uh, do you have a lot of conservative friends and have they all moved on to parlor or, or are you still see them on like social media or do you still see them? Uh... You know this. Yeah. I've, I've seen You're them, on my yeah. Facebook. <laughs> you see my Facebook page. <laughs> I I like how you're, I know, you know, you know the answer to this, but yes, no, I have, do have conservative, I do still have lots of conservative friends and I make it a policy on my social media not to just delete people just because they didn't use for myself, um, as long as they're respectful. 
So as long as everybody's respectful, I don't mind other opinions like being shared because I think it's important yeah. that everybody knows what the other side is saying. You know, like there are a lot of people from both sides on my on my social media who have interacted with each other respectfully and said, oh, I honestly didn't know that. You know, I've never heard those things sure. because he's watching the wrong news or something or like, you know, or like, you know, or or maybe even the liberal ones are getting an idea of what type of information the conservative ones are getting and why they think this way. You know, so like I feel like that's just helpful for people to interact with each other as long as they're respectful. And I and I do call people out and I have, I have like I had to block people for calling names like please no name calling that's not necessary, you know, or like just or blurting out like fake right. news all, like all the time. Like that's annoying. But when it, in terms of different opinions, no, I accept that. Um, I, I welcome people's opinions and like just hearing them out. And I'm not, I'm not very argumentative. I'm like the worst lawyer ever. I'm not very argumentative. I'll just say, okay, well, we'll agree to disagree. That's very civil. <laughs> I know I am. You know, you know, Ty Rivera, right? He's a comedian. He's very, um, he's a Trump supporter comedian. And he's like one of my best friends in the whole world. And okay. we used to walk our dogs together and just disagree on things and be okay with it. And you know, it's like, yeah, I don't want this in my neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, but where would they go? You know, I'm like, where would where would they end up? We don't know. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't care. Well, okay, agree to disagree then. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yes, you kind of just have to hear it. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I've I've had um, a lot of exchanges. Some of them, you know, were it's been a lot of fun, fun and games. But uh, then it, then it's kind of turned to where um, I've had a friend who. Uh, I believe you actually know this guy, but uh, I've had a friend who was like, Probably. I've known him for like 10 years because I've been in LA for a little while. And, uh, and it's conservative comedian. Yeah, conservative comedian. Yeah, I'm sure and I know it's it gotten, There's only like a handful. There aren't that many. I've gotten like, uh, like crazy, like physical violence threats and shit. And I was like, man, what? yeah. And I'm like, man, people are really worked up. And I'm wondering, has it gone to a point where making fun of the, um, the whole MAGA culture has that kind of spiraled out into something that becomes like they're embodied into this thing and they, they, they become this thing. And you know, it, it's, it, if you make fun of it, you are making fun of them. Therefore you are disrespecting them. And it's kind of like, wow, it's, is it, is it really that? Yeah. Oh, that's yes. That's definitely the case for, I don't think for everyone, I think it's hard to generalize, you know, yeah. especially having family members who are not speaking to me right now, but <laughs> Cause I'm pretty open about making fun of it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, everyone but, does. Friends, I mean, if you go to right? like, turn on the late night TV, it's like Colbert, it's Kimmel. It's Oh my God. John Oliver is my fave. <laughs> I love yeah. John Oliver. It's the best. He's so funny. For me, I just worry, is, is it going to be like to the point where they're so into these conspiracy theories and they're so into this kind of like batshit alternate reality is where, you know, they get, they get so wrapped up. It becomes one of these things where it's like some sort of like mental illness or something. And then when you make fun of it, it becomes one of these things where you're like punching down and it's frowned upon. <laughs> and you know, it's like, it, like fat shaming or like, like slut shaming them. Right. Like, like, like it's mega like shaming them. I hope it never. Yeah. I hope it never <laughs> mega shaming. I hope it doesn't come to that. Cause it's kind of like, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's uh, keep comedy, I mean, you know, open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny is I just, judged a competition in Vegas this past weekend and it's like a road show comic competition so it's like the main prize is like a hundred book shows you know so it's like one of those it's just not for like it's not like America's Got Talent okay it was it's like for people who want to start traveling to shows and stuff so uh, it, it's in Vegas and we did it at the LA Comedy Club in the Strat 
And weirdly, kind of weirdly, the, most of the audiences, and we do three shows a night, for most nights. And I was there Thursday through Saturday, but it, it was all week. But most of the audience members were Republican and Trump supporters. And I thought that was kind of weird because Vegas isn't necessarily that conservative of the town, but some, a, a lawyer friend did did make a point that the only ones who are out at comedy clubs would be Republicans right now. <laughs> so <laughs> that makes sense. But, um, but it was very odd because so everybody gets to vote, even the audience members. So ju- the judges get more weighted votes. So I was able to vote in categories and things like that. I give marks on that, but everybody gets to vote. So I, it made so the comics were kind of, for lack of a better term, pandering to the audience members who are Republicans, Trump supporters, and I'm like, oh man, like they're gonna think that this is okay, <laughs> you know, like work in the room, yeah, and, and, <laughs> or no, or knowing the room, no, yeah, and it made sense. Well, some of them already are like Republican comedians, yeah. so they did really well. But it was just really interesting to me because I'm like, wow, this is this is how it might be for them on the road. You know, they know that they're going to have to have different audiences and even though, but the, the best part was at the end, because the, while they're tallying all the scores, they have usually one of the winners of the past, the past competition winners um, doing a set just, you know, so it closed the show and most of them were not Republican and they were giving it to the audience, like just saying like, you're wrong. You're, this is wrong. Like just, just hacking on them for, for all of their choices basically. And I was like, you're doing Lord's work because they, they were going to come out of there thinking that everything was fun. like these pro-life jokes were funny, you know, like even though it was kind of funny, you know, like, cause I, you know, like I, I'm used to comedy so I can laugh at abortion jokes <laughs> if it's funny, but, um, sure. but for, you know, but there are like a lot of Republican jokes that they thought were so hilarious. I'm like, Oh God, like I just can't believe that this is what it might be like in the future, you know? But yeah. they, they seem to be okay with both jokes, too. They seem to be okay with being made fun of at the end. I I don't think that I'll ever get to a point where it's like fat shaming or slut shaming because they have too much pride okay. to be shamed. I think it's too hard. I think it's too hard to shame them. You know, they won't like it and it might make them more violent, but that's kind of already where they're going. <laughs> right. Which I think is, is odd. You know, it's, it's, it's weird because I, I watch. Uh, guys like like Bill Mayer or whatever, and he goes down to the South and he performs, and he says those are the best crowds. He's like really? he's like even when I make fun of him, he's like there's no problem. You Why? know the Why are the best crowds. You would think that you know him being so liberal and and poking fun at at uh, you know conservatives and things like that that uh, you know, he wouldn't want to go down there. He wouldn't want to go to Georgia. He wouldn't want to go to Oklahoma. He wouldn't want to go all these places, right. but he does anyway. And and they're very welcoming and they laugh at themselves and whatever. And, and, and he kills. I'm, I hope that doesn't change is what I'm trying to say. Cause, cause if you know, I like that, <laughs> um, I don't think it'll be the same. I think it will. Yeah. I think that there's too much pride going on and we make fun of everybody. Everybody makes fun of everybody, you know, like, I make fun of liberals. I mean, I, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, they hate it. I'm <laughs> actually not a Democrat. <laughs> oddly. I'm not a Democrat. Oh, you're I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a left wing <laughs> radical progressive, I guess. And I, I make fun of, Oh, we, we do a lot of like stuff, especially culturally, like, like a lot of, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard not to, to, right? you know, make fun of yourself and make fun of some of the things that, that go on. I mean, I get why they do it, you know, but it's just kind of like, 
Come on. I mean, sometimes you go a little too far. It, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's face it. <laughs> I used to, I used to book a um, political current event. So I'm going to the hallway uh, called bad news live. And it was a panel of four comedians. And I would try to book each panelist as a different type of demographic. Does that make sense? Sure. And so it, that was always very interesting. Well, one, because it was very difficult to find a conservative, um, Republican every month, but also um, seeing them interact, and it was great. You know, it was it, it was it was fun. They they made fun of each other. You know, like I think one, actually the third place, the one who got third place in this competition just recently, he's a Republican. Um, his name's Adam Yancey, and he's great, and he's super smart, and he's, he had great jokes. Um, and I actually booked him like years ago on my panel. And he had the biggest hush of the audience because he said something like, he believes gay acts are sin. And like, obviously we're in West Hollywood and doing a taping on this comedy show. And like, everyone's like, what? <laughs> and it was cute because the panel, up, I have a gay, I had a gay panelist, uh, Zach Noe Towers. And he was like, how do you work for Ellen? You know, because Adam works for Ellen. And it was just, this, it was just a cute, it was a cute way of like getting out of such a weird, awkward Silence, you know, sure. because, uh, but it was, but it was, it was real. He's like, you know, and Adam just said, we don't have to believe in the same things to work together. And it's true. You don't have to believe in the same things to work together. Like you don't, you don't have to let that get in the way. Not at all. Um, yeah. And, it's, and if you can make fun of each other, then that's fine. It, you know, like I, we, I make fun of my Republican friends all the time and, and like, and they'll make fun of us back or me back. Like on social media, you know, they'll comment with a meme or something, a funny meme. And I'll laugh at that. Like, again, you know, like, calling Biden the creep and I'll laugh at that even though it's not funny <laughs> you know but I'll be like okay you're just trying to be funny this is your way of interacting back and it's better than getting angry yeah so, yeah I know you know I uh I had someone message me and tell me that uh the Biden um vote count was actually 25 million not 80 million um <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where? Who said that? I, I'm not gonna say names, but uh, she's. I mean, but where was that? Where did they get that fact from? Uh, well, they're they're going off of some uh, batshit theory that um, there's a computer software program that is flipping votes from Biden to Trump or Trump to Biden. That's what I mean. <laughs> and that um, <laughs> that the rallies, if you remember. Uh, Trump always had rallies and they always had these guys uh, in lifted trucks with the giant flags in, and they would call them Trump mm -hmm. trains and they would drive, you know, up the freeway. They would drive. Um, they surrounded, I think the vice president's like bus once or, or vice president elect Kamala Harris's bus once in Texas. And they called them Trump trains. And, and um, it was just show up a big show of support. And, uh, and oh. sometimes it'd be for intimidation oh. purposes or whatever. It's always for intimidation. Yeah, for sure. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not sometimes. So, so the thinking was when I talked to this person, it was um, that no one was showing up to the Biden stuff as if like liberals want to go and fill up stadiums and like, yeah, Joe Biden. Like we really, we fucking do not care. All we all we care is vote the other fuck out. Uh, <laughs> Is that what, that's really what we care. We, we're going to send our vote. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. we're going to mail our vote in. <laughs> we're not going to even go to the actual polling station. We're going to mail it in <laughs> and uh, vote the other guy who is uh, yeah. just a thousand things wrong with everything. So they were taking the attendance numbers of these rallies as their yeah, that was <laughs> as as indicative indicative of what right, the vote would right. be. 
during yeah. the pandemic. Right, during the pandemic. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that was a... Yeah, no, that's... I, yeah, I don't understand. That's when I... When people, like, share parts of... He- like, headlines that are, like, parts of the story, that's how I know that they're not getting their full round of information, you know? And so... Like, my dad will say something, and just the way he phrases it sometimes, I'll be like, stop watching Fox News. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. And he'd be like, and he'll laugh, and he'll be like, how did you know that's where I got that? I'm like, I can just tell. Just tell from the way you worded it. I can tell from the way you phrased it, or how, you know, or, or just everything, like, about how you just said that, that fact, quote, unquote. I'm like, that's all some type of conservative, you know? I'm like, stop watching YouTube. YouTube is not a good source of news. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. So now they're learning. Now they're learning how to use platforms because of the pandemic and now i'm like crap now they have access <laughs> so speaking of the pandemic so so you are obviously you you book and and you promote shows right live shows yeah, yeah. so <laughs> let, let's talk about that because obviously okay. this, has been, this has been going on since march and uh i i've been kind of like dabbling into live stuff sketching and, and and stand up, but I, I do mostly like digital uh, video. Cool. But uh, I was just about to get into more live stuff when this shit happened. So cool. I'm thinking, you know, oh, good timing. Yeah, great. And uh, how how is it for you guys? Like like, uh, oh, how have you been able to <laughs> to handle this? Well, there are a few people slash teams that are doing um, social gym comedy, whether it's Drive-In or like Tammy Jo Bearden's in the Magic Castle Drive-In one, which is pretty cool. I think that's been an amazing, like, I'm a um, uh, praise for, like, helping keeping things alive. Oh, okay. Uh, in, a live, in a live comedy sense. And then also, I think I'm going to a show, actually, tonight that's a uh, socially distinct comedy thing. Oh, yeah, they had to move up. <laughs> they had to move up to the show time because of the, because of Newsom's recent curfew <laughs> sure right. so, so which is which starts i think tonight um and so that's that was kind of i actually had to ask about it i'm like hey so do you think this curfew is going to affect the show because I, I didn't know and my friend's like oh that's a good question oh yeah it two hours earlier like that would have been shitty if we went to you know like if we tried to go late so so yeah it is like there are some people that are able to do it and do it safely which is fine for me, I don't think that producing my live show would be as easy for me to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Especially since I've been in Orange County with my parents. Okay. I've been caring from, yeah, my parents are pretty old. So I've been caring for them for the past seven months in Irvine. But, um, so yeah, so I, it wouldn't be easy for me to go and like check out venues and like, you know, cause it's kind of one, it's one of those things where you kind of have to see if it's going to work or not. So I kind of just stayed away from that. But I also booked radio shows. I booked a, um, I helped book a Zoomathon fundraiser. Oh, good. For Biden and Harris about two months ago. Yeah. Oh, was it, and, is that with Kat? Yeah, with Cal Alvarado. Okay, cool. Kat organized it. But I, I, I did, I booked a seven o'clock hour and I also helped her with other um, stuff that she didn't have to do with the campaign. <laughs> so basically she, she had to do all the administrative uh, administerial stuff and I was going to just book it. So that was really good. We raised $10,000. I was one of the donors. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah, yeah. Yay, I saw, I saw that. Good job, guys. That was, that was cool. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, she did, she did a great job. I was really happy to help and um, I brought on a few like pretty big names like Mark Norman and I booked 
shoot a Friedlander from Thirty Rock, and like people who I knew were down for the cause. Um, um, so it was it was fun to do that. Um, otherwise, it's kind of hard to book Zoom shows just because it we're so new. But it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's like I know some of the bigger comics who, have, who are my friends who I've spoken with are just trying to avoid doing Zoom shows. Yeah, but that was early on. Sure. And now it's like I've actually had lots of um, uh, Zoom meetings with people who have who are doing like an audience interactive type of Zoom show, which is pretty interesting. But um, and like you know, it's, it's actually really interesting. So you know, there are lots of ways that people are figuring out how to make this work. Um, I think also, do you know Ben Glebe? He's a comedian slash producer. Yeah. He has a, like a Zoom comedy club. He's like he's got a club that he. Um, uses and has like to zoom all the equipment and um and yeah basically when I, now that i'm looking at ven- i'm still looking at venues though just to see what's out there so i've recently looked up some venues and they all have streaming capabilities so i don't think it's going to be that different it's just going to be less audience members sure. for a while um i don't think it'll die but i'm definitely being cautious about what type of shows i put my time into right now because you know safety first uh making sure that my family is taken care of and then, you know, doing the remote stuff like my radio production, uh, which I do want to get tell people about, by the way, before I forget. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marcus King Presents. So everyone check out, go to MarcusKingPresents.com. Marcus King was, is, I call him the Quincy Jones of comedy because he worked with uh, Jamie Foxx for decades. And they started Foxville Radio together in Sirius. And um, he's, basically, he, he's like a legend when it comes to working in comedy. So um, I actually partnered up with him with my radio channel at Dash Radio. So we're actually going to, we're moving on. We're moving on, up and on to our own platform and um, starting that launch actually coming very soon before the year's ended. So everyone, please go to MarcusKingPresents.com and subscribe there and we'll, we'll update everyone with all the info. Um, yeah, so that's going to be really exciting. We already have like 15 to 18 shows all going at, with live live comedian shows um, with lots of like really fun people. I don't know if you know like Alex Thomas or Kevin Tate or Howie Bell, but um, in the urban comedy shows. I, I heard about Howie Bell. Oh, Howie, yeah, Howie's like my brother. But, um, but yeah, so we do a lot of uh, live shows on the radio and on YouTube. And Slink Johnson, I'm sure, I don't know if you've heard of him. He's He's also plays Black Jesus on um, Adult Swim. Okay, yeah, and yeah, so he I produce his radio show. It's it's really it's really fun, and uh, he's on YouTube now. So hopefully we'll bring everybody onto our new platform coming up very soon. So yeah, you subscribe there, and then we'll help, we'll hit you up with all the updates. We have a really fun team working on it on the radio stuff. Um, other than that, I think. I probably might be booking, if I afford that channel to launch out, I think we're going to be doing monthly live shows. So I'm still going to be booking live shows. And um, we're not sure of where the location would be. It might be in Vegas. It might be in LA. It might be both, you know? So those would have to be obviously very, like, exclusive and, like, invite or, like, you know, try to, like, get in early because COVID, I, I suspect that our maximum occupancies for everything will be fairly low. But, you know, I think we'll be able to work it out. I think live shows will be 
we'll be good. It's definitely taking a hit and we'll have to adapt. Yeah. But if we can't adapt, then we shouldn't be working in live shows. Yeah, no, that's, that's very uh, innovative. That's, that's good that you guys are doing that. I, I noticed Rona is spiking again. Uh, the cases are way up. Mm-hmm. We're still in the purple. A lot of other counties in California are going in the purple and it's the holiday yeah. season and uh, we're going to visit some friends and family and I had to go t- get tested. I just got back from Utah. I hiked uh, Angel's Landing and there was, a, it's this really, really steep, crazy um, spot in our mountain in uh, Zion National Park. And um, it was, yeah, my buddy was just there. Yeah, it was fantastic. You were there at the same time. Yeah, I, well, here's the thing. It's like I went there for, you know, kind of like a social distancing kind of trip thing, you know, where you're, you're not mm-hmm. interacting with a bunch of people. But uh, on Angel's Landing, um, you're you're hiking up this mountain and down this mountain in the same the it's one way up way one way down and you're holding on to these chains and so when you go up in the morning you tend to beat the crowds and and um and it's it's still pretty freaky but uh there's it's sandstone so it could be a little slippery and the chains a little you got to wear gloves because the chains is a little slippery and it's it's it's, um, yeah, no, it's, it, it's definitely fun. It, it, you, there's a lot of scrambles. You, you definitely have to, you know, use all, it's a total body kind of workout. Uh, it's just when you're coming down, <laughs> the late risers are coming up. So, you know, they're waking up at 10 or whatever and they're coming up the mountain. And now you have this situation where you have to kind of like get like face to face with like hundreds of people <laughs> oh. all of a sudden. And it's, it's just like, damn, I, this is, it's not so distant. yeah. And, and, and so, uh, I had to take off my mask and cause it was, it was just too much to, to yeah. breathe through this fucking thing. And, um, right. yeah, it, it definitely flipped me out because I, I, as soon as I got home, I, I, went down to Dodger stadium and I got tested because it was like people were heavily breathing into each other's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious. But like you couldn't, I mean, did they have their masks off too? Uh, most people did not. No, it was, uh, I would say 90% of the people did have their mask on going up that thing. I mean, I was in Vegas and there's no way that like they're trying, you know, like the security is trying to get people to put their masks on, but when you're drinking or smoking or eating, you know, like most people don't have their mask on. It's really hard to have your mask on. So it's like, they're like, Oh, just keep it on your ears. And like, well, that's not really doing anything. Um, some of, some of the tables had like plastic dividers, but yeah, honestly, like walking around, it's like, if you're going to, there's no way that you're like, keeping like 100% (laughs) safe from anybody, you know, like, no, there's no way. There's no way. But I got tested as soon as I got back to, and I'm, I'm actually staying away from my parents for uh, the week. And then I'm getting another test. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Cause great. Like, Cause there's incubation periods or whatnot, whatever they call these things, you know, they're like up to five days. You, you could, you know, have a negative up until however long. I don't know. So I just want to make sure cause my, again, you know, trying to keep my parents. Yeah, alive. no, totally. But they live in Irvine and Irvine's really great about giving residents tests and things like that. So I think Orange County, although we're known for not be taking things seriously, um, at least we have like <laughs> good medical care out there because, you know, UCI, there's a lot of good medical facilities in Orange County. So that's good. Yeah. And I think a lot of the pharmaceuticals are also there. Yeah, no, it's Orange County is great. Um, <laughs> it's just that uh, at least in the last few 
years. It's been known as the Florida, California. <laughs> I know. But there is an Orange County in Florida too, which is funny. Yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> My sister just moved to Florida in August during oh, okay. the pandemic Ooh. from Germany. Oh. I know. She went from like the, from like the safest to like the worst. <laughs> At least her kids are still in Germany, so they're safe. <laughs> I think it's funny that most of like the communist countries are doing better with the pandemic because they're allowed to tell their, their people what to do. Right. They have like a more authoritative thing going on. Yeah. It's like stay home or we'll kill you. Is Vietnam still a country? <laughs> yeah, it's still a country. I should Google stuff, but is it still a <laughs> communist country? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. Technically, yes. Yes. I, call, I refer to them as more of economical type of capitalist is more so than sure. communist. A lot of our products are being made in Vietnam now more than China. We're taking a lot of China's business right. in Vietnam. I say we, I've never been to Vietnam, but you know, my whole family escaped from there. My, my mom is one of 12 kids. Wow. My dad is one of uh, eight kids, seven or eight kids. Yeah. And so I have like over a hundred first cousins. Amazing. Like well over a hundred first cousins. Yeah. Um, is it? It's so normal for me <laughs> to have even my, just my, just my siblings and their kids. Cause all of my siblings are married with at least two to four kids. And, um, so like I have certain nieces and nephews, but for me, it's always been sure. like that, you know? Well, my mom is one <laughs> of really- nine, um, and, and she's from Argentina okay. and so that they, you know, Catholic and okay. so they reproduce like crazy. So, um, yep. it, it's, it's common there not, not necessarily here in, in the United States, unless, uh, Philip, Philip Rivers is your, <laughs> is the guy, is yeah. the dad. Philip Rivers and his like 109 yeah. children. Yeah, I think, I think he's up to nine. His, his dozens yeah, and think, dozens of children. Yeah, he's like, he just had his ninth, I think, last year. Yeah, I think he's had a ninth, yeah. Nine kids. I mean, they're still going, they're both, yeah. they're For still anybody young. wondering, it's uh, the, the Chargers quarterback so from, I don't know, Former, former 2004 to 2019. Uh, he was the Chargers quarterback for anyway. Yeah. That's a long time. He did us good. He was 30. He's my, he's usually my backup. Fantasy yeah, he's doing well this year. I mean, he's 38, 39 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still had a couple years left, but listen, I'm really happy that we got Justin yeah. Herbert from uh, the university of Oregon. The, yeah. the, the kid is Kid is amazing. I mean, we, we really do have to turn it around uh, as far as defense and special teams, but I'm pretty pleased. It hasn't been his fault. No, it's not his fault. It hasn't been our losses. Yeah, his losses. Like, um, I watch, I try not to watch too much of the games now because it's just heartbreaking. <laughs> but um, I love the abuse. You know, like in so many, so in so many different ways, whatever. I, it's, the abuse is on me. I love the abuse. The abuse is on the, the fans. I take it. I okay? take it. The fans are the ones. I've been used to it. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, oh, you know what? It happens. I, I've never, I haven't shut down a game oh yet. Just, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've shut down one game. I shut down uh, that one <laughs> game. Now that fucking game where they were in the playoffs and they lost to new England. Uh, it's like whatever, 40 <laughs> something to whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah Cause they're always, yeah, one for sure. I'm like, I'm over it. Yeah. They're always winning by a little or losing by a little. And, and lately it's been losing by a little all the time, but, uh, that game, they just fucking didn't show up. As soon as they go into overtime, I'm done. Yeah. As soon as they're in overtime, I'm like, I can't. Right. I know they're going to lose. Like they can't, you know, it's all, and it's been, it's been in overtime, what, two or three times this season already? Twice. Yes. That we've lost at least twice. Right. Yeah. So yeah. As soon as it hits overtime, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm out. I'm out of here. Let's go to the dog park. 
<laughs> I really do. I go to the dog park. I'm like, I need to forget. The release. But Herbert, you know, the ones I do watch I, and the plays I do pay attention to because I used to be in like five fantasy leagues at one time. Ah. And, and it's funny because he is going to probably be the rookie of the year on a team that's like four and 12. And, and it's crazy, you know, like, <laughs> like how do you, how does that happen when you're the quarterback, the, the most important position, arguably on, on the NFL football team? He's like really, try, you can tell he's really trying to step into Rivers' play as like the leader. Y- yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what we need. Especially going next year into the stadium, SoFi Stadium is 70,000 feet, uh, 70,000 feet, 70,000 seats, 70,000 fans. And uh, you definitely don't want, you know, over overrun with Raider fans and Green Bay fans and all this stuff. And uh, I, it will be. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I mean, I bought tickets. It will be. I bought tickets. I hope I hope we uh, we get enough hype with this kid, this 22 year old, like like Disney Prince looking dude. <laughs> Do you have a Herbert jersey? No, I, I have a, a jersey. It's it's the one. Oh. Uh, it, it's the T-shirt that has the number. Okay, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not ready to buy a jersey yet, but I'm I'm particular. Yeah, yeah, I'm halfway there. I'm I'm in jersey territory, but I will. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a that's kind of committal. Yeah, semi-committal. Yeah, I bought that prior to any seeing any him on the field at all. I was just kind of oh. like, oh, he was the first round pick. He's the future. That's just- so that's just blind faith. Yeah, blind faith. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and well, um, I know where you stand now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that yeah that we I have one other fan in LA with me because most people. Have it. <laughs> I, I found a group of a group of uh, Charger fans. There's there's actually slightly more. Some of them um, I'm, I'm online that I've found have kind of moved around the country, things like that, and they're taking jobs and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. still big fans, and they go to the away games or whatnot. And uh, it's gonna take a. It's gonna take yeah. some winning. Yeah. It's gonna take uh, a lot to get a lot more fans into this stadium. And um, I hope it. I hope it begins next year in 2021. But given how bad this season is, <laughs> um, I, I'm just not sure. It could be just uh, a handful again. Let's <laughs> pretend this didn't happen. Let's pretend this year didn't happen. Yeah, a mulligan. Then, yeah, move on. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. mulligan. Uh, okay, well, 2021 is ahead. Only what a month left, and uh, lots to look forward to. Uh, we got a vaccine. Right. We got Chargers football. Exciting Chargers football. Woo, we got comedy clubs reopening. Mm-hmm. We got uh, all kinds of great stuff. Yeah, I think and, we're, um, we'll, we'll, adapt. we'll yeah, adapt. Yeah, I think so. And um, we'll get we'll be stronger. And hopefully, still be able to make fun of people. And not get physical threats of violence. Hopefully that, yeah. Ho- hopefully we we can we can all settle oh down uh, th- next year with uh, Joe Biden as president, right. the uh, the old man in the saddle. We should we should yeah all chill. Yeah, I think I think it's going to take time though uh, it, to for the <laughs> conspiracy chill. theories to die down a little. You know, the wounds to heal. And uh, people just people to just chill the fuck out. And you know, weed is like, uh, well, I, I don't smoke it, but it's like legal now in like twenty Amazing. states or something like that. So, oh yeah, I mean, more than weed now. There's like a mushrooms and like what I, I heard in some state they pass heroin. Oh, Oregon. Oregon has yeah. heroin. All the like, heroin. So that's crazy. Just like possession. Yeah, they or decriminalize small amounts. I'm for the. Yeah. Um, 
the psychedelic mushroom decriminalization. Um, I actually use it sometimes as an antidepressant, not, not around like, like microdosing. Yeah, sometimes, but not around like my house. Like I'll go to, I'll, I'll go on like a, you know, like adventure hikes and stuff like that. Just kind of like get a nice like release, but I don't like, uh, I don't like, I don't like to trip out in the city. <laughs> you know? Okay, I, I had a, a quick story about that. 26, <laughs> 2016 election day when the day Trump was elected was also my birthday. So oh my God. I was dating this guy who I thought he was a lawyer turned comedy producer as well. So like we thought it was like meant to be. So we went to Joshua Tree, voted, went to Joshua Tree, tripped on acid, got engaged. <laughs> we, were, we were dating for like a week. We got engaged. That trip lasted like two months. And then, <laughs> and then that was a bad idea. So be careful. <laughs> is my warning to you. Oh yeah. Because that was probably worse oh, than yeah. just having a bad trip. That was like a really great but misleading trip. If you know what I yeah, mean. no, I, I'm definitely <laughs> not going to be getting married next time I, I do some mushrooms, but, uh, <laughs> but I, but I knew that that didn't last. So I figured Trump wouldn't need it. <laughs> That's really what I took it for. I'm like, well, let's try to look at the positives. Maybe, maybe neither will last. Yeah, yeah. 2016, I was actually hiking myself. I was in Yosemite and I was, oh, I was uh, yeah, the day after I took, took a bunch of mushrooms and kind of figured maybe, maybe it, you know, I forgot done. about it for you know, short term, obviously. Oh, I, didn't know, I didn't know who won until we came back. Oh my goodness. Because we're in Joshua Tree. Like there's, there's no reception. Oh, reception. right. Yeah, you're totally <laughs> removed. So yeah, we didn't know until Thursday what happened until we just drove back into LA. And we're like, oh right. shit. Like thinking that we're all engaged and in love. It was a buzzkill <laughs> at the time. I should have taken yeah. that as a red flag because we were like, okay, this is a sign. Yeah. But it took me a couple months to get that sign. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I'm better for it now. Maybe that's, that's maybe that's what the whole world needed. It's just a reminder that we can be better. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, hopefully. All right. But thank you so much. Yes, you got it. It's it's Casey, not Cassie, right? No, it's Cassie, not Casey. Cassie, not Casey. Or like in Waynesboro. Okay. I've, I've been a victim of name butchering my whole life because my name's Mervin. People call me Melvin. And then now I just butchered yours. Oh, it, really? Um, I like to, I used to like to shop at Mervin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they closed that down. Yeah, they did. You know, it's funny is cause Lee jeans came back in style there for a while and they would have, they would have done well. What Mervin's? Is that what they sell? Lee jeans? Mervin's. Yeah. Every time I walk in, Hilarious. I'm like, okay, like a, my name's Mervin. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to buy something here. What do they got? And you know, what do you got? And like, they, they didn't, they didn't have oh Levi's. They had Lee's. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not a Lee like, guy. Not, I'm not a league guy, so oh I walked out. Goodness. I stormed out. They have every, they have other stuff. They have like two floors. Yeah, once I saw that. Whatever. You're at the wrong. You're at the wrong. <laughs> oh, there was like different tiers, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah, maybe like Kmart. Yeah. Super K. Ah. Oh yeah. Wait, Mervin's California but, was one of them, right? It was a, no, I have no idea what that means. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> it was just Mervin. Ah. But my name's Cassie or Cassandra. Okay. Last name is Dang, like dang it. Okay. Um, yeah, and then Marcus King Presents is the radio channel slash streaming video channel comedy that you can find us at. And yeah, and uh, my live shows are called uh, Dang Comedy Live when those start do- when I start doing those again. Awesome. Awesome. I know, there's a lot, but just look for the word Dang. I Basically, that's my brand. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Thanks, Cassie. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yeah. Stay safe. Keep Thank your parents you. safe. And I can't wait to start going to Get your shows. Yeah. I can't wait till you start headlining them. <laughs> I'm in. 
I'm in. Okay, let's do it. All, All right. right. Uh, talk to you later. Have a good one. <laughs>